0: Joining me for Lincoln Live today is one of the hardest working managing directors that you will ever find at an event center, and she's right here in Lincoln, right in Lancaster County, Amy Dickerson. Hello there, Amy. Good morning, everybody. (laughs) Standing ovation. You certainly deserve it. Uh, Pulled off the National High School Finals Rodeo, challenged by COVID. You had a windstorm that blew through a week before. Look back at all that, Amy, and uh, talk about some of your team. Let's just give props, first of all, and then we'll get into the weeds and get your assessment about the event itself and uh, look ahead to the future in 2627 when it will
1: be back. But give props to your team. Well, I tell you what, there's a team that goes back to, there's been people at my side from 2016 that have been working on this, starting with several members that are alums of this organization, Chaz Skillet, Senior Operations Manager, Nate Dowding, uh, Hoyt Kreger, who did business development, did the trade show in the Mm -hmm. end. Um, My board, obviously, the Ag Society board, very consistent membership. Many of the members that are volunteers, they're elected, and many of them have been working right by our side on this, and obviously supporting and making it possible for the community. And one of the first couple partners right off the top of my head that were there from day one was the Convention Visitor Bureau. Jeff Mall, Derek Fireherm, Derek Bombeck, and the team with Wendy's support. Um, UNL took our call, and they just got it from day one. You know, the, the very unique opportunity for UNL to have 16, 1,700 high schools uh, contestants here, their siblings and their families here, and a chance to get them on campus. We can talk more about how well that worked for them. Um, even the Kimmel Foundation funded our initial intern to work on the RFP. They were right there from the beginning. So just so many partners and you fast forward to now and, you know, the the list is too long to go on. We will do recognition and thank yous and, and all that as we go forward over the next couple of months and we kind of catch our breath and kind of go through the results. But I tell you, and even the last minute, you know, um, you know, when that windstorm happened and um folks showed up to volunteer, you know, I'll never forget Deb Shore, you know, with her face red and huffing and puffing out there, helping us move those tent parts out of there. And, and, you know, just a, you know, a lot of folks came out to help with that very surprise. And in the the end, um, you know, we were very pleased how Lincoln showed up as a first year facility. I think we, from everything I hear, we blew them away in terms of being a first-year facility, let alone dealing with all the additional challenges we had with the pandemic and the windstorm.
0: Yeah, let's go out to the community, Amy, because during a conversation that we had, you were very honest. You were very candid. You said that you, you didn't feel that the community was taking this event seriously enough, that there would be these 1,700 contestants who would be bringing family and needs and wants and uh their their wallets and purses with them. How did the community turn out in your opinion?
1: You know, I think overall a lot of business owners in in the end, and they, they were all challenged themselves coming out of COVID, just like we were, finding staffing, finding inventory, every kind of supply you can imagine. But um in the end, I think most businesses did a valiant job of of serving. I heard lots of good comments from the contestants and their families. They were just pretty wowed by Lincoln and Nebraska and you know, number one, with how friendly we were, um, and I, and I was really—it was great to hear lots of story from different businesses. You know, um, I heard uh, stores uh, up up twenty-five percent, up seventy-eight percent. I heard about empty shelves. I heard about lots of cowboy hats and back numbers of the of the high school attendance all over town. People just thrilled that they, you know, I know there was a big welcome from the community because I heard a lot of them talk to me about that was so fun to talk to that youth that I saw on that back number over at Starbucks or the grocery store or whatever and find out where they're from and just amazed that they were not from Nebraska. They were from all over the country and in Canada and Mexico and just the community just embraced them and made them all feel welcome and just got to know them better. And they, they're great youth, you know, some of the future of America working really hard and in competing and uh, at a discipline, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's basketball, softball, or rodeo, it's a great experience for youth to do something they're passionate about for the future to be a great citizen going forward.
0: To show an example of the the politeness and the kindness of uh, people who came to town, I was there on the Thursday Parked uh, a ways away, and so we were starting to walk, and I hailed over this golf cart with a couple of cowboy kids in it. And I said, would you mind giving me a a ride? And they said, sure. So me and my granddaughter hopped in the back, and he took us right to the front door, and I offered him a little bit of money for his trouble. And, sir, no thank you. We did it for you. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. And he took off. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't want to have anything to do with a little tip. That I was right. very uh, willing to give because I was grateful to have the ride, but yeah, very friendly folks out there, and never have I seen so many Dually pickups yes. in my
1: life. I know. And I
0: saw that week.
1: So. Yeah, that would would have been another sign that probably people noticed. But I thought the businesses did a good job. It's no knock on businesses. This happens every time they go to a new community, you know, you just, you know, when you have families of average of five staying for seven to 10 days from all over and they're a lot of them aren't able to go home. And so they're constantly buying groceries and supplies, and they're coming to a new climate, they may not have all the right clothing, they want souvenirs, etc. You know, so that's why we had Dr. Eric Thompson out here from UNL, he was uh, in the midst of doing a economic impact study. So we'll get that over the next couple months. And and find out really what it did bring to to Lincoln, Lancaster County. And we're studying for Nebraska, too, Nebraska-wide.
0: Have you had that team meeting yet to talk about, sit everybody down, evaluate what went right and what could have gone better?
1: You know, we have not. And that's because, as you know, literally the fair started moving in the next day, yeah. believe it or not, Dale. <laughs> I know it's yeah. hard for people to believe, but. The uh, static exhibits work came in on Sunday after they moved out on Saturday afternoon in one one room and, and it went on from there. And the fair opened up uh, after the finals rodeo on Saturday, which had, I believe the biggest attendance from locals in the history of this rodeo. So the, you know, props to the community for coming out and supporting. And I heard a lot of comments that people said it was a great spectator experience with the two arenas going at the same time. And you almost couldn't see it all. In front of you on the grandstand there was so much action so it was a great spectator experience but really came out all week they were the rodeo folks were just in awe how many how many folks came out even on weeknights what's your um, guess amy what
0: what, what's your guess attendance on that on that championship
1: um i i don't we haven't even tallied at all and it's not my numbers to share honestly but um it is definitely up quite a bit from what it was uh, we have more people that live right around, you know, both in our community and within 100 miles than the entire state of Wyoming where it's been over a decade. Mm-hmm. So we told that, you know, and with the support for Nebraska tourism on marketing, doing a regional national campaign to bring more visitors into Nebraska for this, um, it worked, you know, we also had, I can tell you this, we had double, it looks like we had double the amount of family members and friends come with these contestants because we sold over twice as many wristbands which only make financial sense if you are going to go to nine or more of the 13 rodeos over the week. And so that was just unprecedented. And then the locals support buying individual tickets. We saw all week and it ramped up to the end. And that blew away records too. So, you know, we advertised room for the whole family because they literally could not bring both sets of grandparents and the aunts and uncles. You know, this is the Olympics of high school rodeo. You might only qualify once and they had to ration who they could bring up in Wyoming because there just literally wasn't enough hotel rooms. So that was gratifying to see. And that's good for those families too, that they could see their their, uh, family members compete.
0: You've used the W word a couple of times, Wyoming. Gillette was the gold standard and you you were there. You've seen a Gillette-Wyoming event for the National High School Finals Rodeo. And Lincoln by far is the largest community in which this has taken place. So give us a comparison.
1: Gillette has had it some 13 times uh, going back into the 90s uh, Rock Springs is another more recent community both of them are uh, about 30,000 people so you can imagine there's just not as many hotels restaurants attractions you name it so the they were thrilled about that um, in terms of the facility itself um, in some ways um, we surpassed those facilities we had more indoor space so the trade show was bigger we got the Living quarters, those are the horse trailers. They have also an RV space in them for humans, camp space. Um, those came inside for the first time, and they were thrilled to be in the air conditioning. So a good size trade show, plenty of indoor meeting space, two arenas inside where sometimes, the, you know, one had to be across the street or shared or something. Um, the grandstand and the outdoor, that was, you know, we had brand-new set of panels, you know, four different arenas, 50 livestock pens, all that to their specifications they were thrilled with that Um, some some additional because it was a brand new set um, really nice announcer stand out there ticket booth the campground I heard really good comments about the grass and how ample the spots were and how easy they were to get in and out because we angled them where, because we saw some pretty painful 50 point turns by semis trying to get in (laughs) to the campgrounds up there when we were looking at Wyoming so, do we need to do some improvements? Absolutely. Could we use more space? Absolutely. The the one area where we didn't keep up with the amount of space, obviously Wyoming has lots of big spaces, um, is in the stalling area. They could not drive their pickups in there to take their tack and their feed up to their horses. They could only use golf carts, and those golf carts are expensive. They're eight hundred to twelve hundred dollars for the week, and not every then they ran out of them so we we helped with rides up there but it's not the same as just being able to do it so we need more space to do this absolutely top-notch and we're at the gills on parking on our everyday events and and space uh in the inside and and on the grounds. so something for us to think about as a community are we interested in in these larger regional national events and if so you know Lincoln's attractive. The, the facility is is considered to be top-notch compared to other facilities. a service we provide, so it's something we can decide as a community if we want to take advantage of or not. Now that we've kind of seen what the potential is.
0: And let's not forget the 150th anniversary of the Lancaster Super Fair. Just literally, you swept away the rodeo, and the, here come here come the fair. <laughs> yeah,
1: and we didn't sweep all all of it away because the fair uses the front hundred acres. Um, so we're still cleaning up around that but we were thrilled to to provide a great experience those 4-H'ers and F 800-900 of them came in right away and brought their all their livestock their horses their stacking exhibits had a great competition first year coming out of COVID they were everyone was thrilled the families were thrilled to see each other and we had a lot of public come out for the carnival and the food and and uh, the three motorsports in the new grandstand with the shade, everyone was having fun. It was, a, it was a great 150th celebration.
0: Well, you had three national free attractions, the Aussie Kingdom, the Wolves of the World. Uh, I talked to Hoyt about this in the Cowtown USA. City folk yes. got to milk a cow. Where else can you do that? Right. The kids got to
1: try milking a cow and see how butter is made and, yeah. and that kind of thing. So that's part of our ag education mission here with the Ag Society running the county fairgrounds here
0: it was very impressive the scale and the 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 way it looked pretty impressive you know the
1: you know the mayor coming out and doing a welcome in the hay market at a welcome event the yeah. weekend before the governor came out for nebraska night right there in the arena the county board was out for the opening i mean you name it everybody came together and we showed them a great great experience and we heard nothing but good comments both from our locals and and from the visitors, so that's 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 what it's all about. We have to understand that Nebraska and Lincoln, especially, are great places to visit. And if you have the facility that allows them to do what they're interested in doing, you put that together and think about you know we estimate it's over 16 million dollars of economic impact. We'll see what Dr. Eric finds from UNL. That's four football games worth of you know more football games worth of business to Lincoln. And we'll see what it is st- statewide and we'll see you know that's our dual mission here we're first here for the for 4-h and ag education ag business uh next big show coming up is the ag uh, is the farm show in december but you know um these regional national events can really bring a lot of outsiders in to pay our local taxes sales tax lodging tax occupation tax for the arena you know you name it um so and jobs you know jobs not just here but jobs across the across the community so in, in nebraska so we're thrilled to do it we're we thank everybody for their help and let's all keep putting our heads together because this facility could use some more ongoing support if folks would like to see us continue to do these kinds of things
0: and the nhsf coming back in 2026 and 2027 too early to think about those dates
1: we still got piles we're cleaning up here dale so let's uh <laughs> don't let's step clean in it up first okay don't
0: step in any of that <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, but uh, we will be ready. They're going to give us some feedback on how they felt as a rodeo association and anything that they would like improved. And we'll, we'll talk and, okay. in terms of some things we'd like improved and go from there. But um, I think the, their association from everything I can see would love to come back.
0: All right, it was a lot of fun, Amy. Thank you very much. We'll talk again next month. Amy Dickerson joining me, the managing director at the Lancaster Event Center on Lincoln Live.